you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? <sighs> What's that? She's making all kinds of faces. Like. I don't know. I'm trying to uh, put it into words. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just felt like a long week. I don't really know why. Mm-hmm. I can't say anything is was outrageously wrong, but it just it just felt like a long week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't describe it. Right. You don't. You can't put your finger on why it was long, but right. you just know it was long. Maybe because it was my first full week of work. Maybe. That hit some people, yeah. So that's why I felt like, oh, this just feels chaotic. Mm-hmm. But I, um, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My week was, like, abnormally light. I didn't have much going on. Like, I had work to do, but I didn't have many, like, meetings. So I was able to just, like, focus on my work. Um, and I ain't had no homework or nothing to do this week. So, yeah, it was a relatively light week. For me. What's going on in the media? Well, I have that much, but mm-hmm. one, I just want to say happy birthday to Betty White. Mm. She's 99 years old. She's the last Golden Girl standing. And guys, I love Golden Girls. I don't think I really talked about my love of I was going to say, have we show. talked about one here? Yeah. I don't, I don't think so, but I have a deep, deep love of Golden Girls. Anyone who knows me knows that right. I love them. I watch them all the time. So, like, today I was had Golden Girls on pretty much all day. Mm-hmm. So, if you're ever, like, what... You know what's an easy gift for me? Some sort of Golden Girls merchandise. Mm-hmm. You could literally never go wrong. <laughs> like, my friend bought me a Golden Girls cookbook. So, all the recipes that they talked about on the show are in the book. Ah, uh, okay. Like... Did I, they cook a lot on the show? Um, kind of, yeah. I mean, okay. like... Sophia was Italian, so they would be like pasta dishes and mm. certain, and then like Rose was, she had weird recipes and those are still there. So I thought it was really cute that someone mm-hmm. created them. Yeah, I haven't right. used it yet. I'm going to whip that book out. But anyway, yeah. I love the Golden Girl. So I just mm-hmm. want to shout her out. She's still kicking, baby. Yeah. Love to see and it. still doing movies and everything. Right. Yeah. Love to see it. <clears throat> Outside of that, guys, I just want to talk about the inauguration this week. Mm-hmm. One, to say that, as we know, we're in Baltimore, very close to D.C., mm-hmm. so all of our local listeners, just, you know, be careful. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because I, you, well, I don't care. I've been interviewing with companies that are not here, mm-hmm. and so it's funny when they're like, where are you again? I'm like, Baltimore, especially, like, the week that everything happened at the Capitol. Yeah. They're like, okay, how are you? Like, they're right. real concerned because they're right. like, you mad close. Like, we ain't right. that close. Right. <laughs> and so, well, I appreciate the concern, though, right. with them. Right, the yeah. the right. say, hey, are you okay? Or, right, yeah. Are you all right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to say that to be like, look, I don't, um, I'm certainly not, I don't want no one to be afraid or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, with what happened last week, not mm-hmm. last week, the week before last. Right, yeah. And then... Just sort of the police and military presence in D.C. right now. Mm-hmm. And with certain states um, kind of boosting up 
patrolling in the capitals and things like that. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We saw what happened then. Um, so I just say that to say for the locals, mm-hmm. our local listeners, just be careful. I saw a tweet that was like, y'all, this ain't our fight. And I second that. And they got DC on lock. I mean, they really like the do. people that live there are struggling to get around. Like just their natural, you yeah. know, supermarket, yeah. blah, blah. My, uh, my colleague who lives close to the Capitol mm-hmm. after what happened that week and mm-hmm. really just being obviously a little shook up by it. Yeah. Um, she let us know. She was like, they are leaving. They got mm-hmm. a space and they'll be um, away for this whole week. Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. For her own mental. And she has a small son and she just was like, yeah. having to explain to him what that, she just was like, nope. Yeah. So she said she was taking a few days off and getting her family out of Dodge. And people are doing that. People who live there, especially who live like downtown where a mm-hmm. lot is going on, they're like, forget it. I don't want no parts. And I respect it and I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, Airbnb I, canceled all of the people that had rentals for this week in D.C. You don't know what people are trying to do. That's what I was about to say. People, they like, look, we not going to have it on our books Correct. if y'all go attack something else. <laughs> like, we don't know what people are trying to do. Yeah. And there's been reports of um, stuff already. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I just say this is the time to really... Just take a seat. Right. <laughs> Under the circumstances. I mean, y'all should be inside anyway. Well, <laughs> you know, I was going to leave that one out. But, you know, just... Yeah. Just... Just be careful. I don't... Mm-hmm. I'm not... You know, hopefully it's nothing. Yeah. But they still out here and they still crazy as hell. Right. So... Yeah. Because everybody didn't get locked up. Like, we've been hearing about the main ones that have gotten right. locked up. But believe me, there are people that are there that you didn't know was there. Like, trust and believe. So, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so that was pretty much it. I feel like it's not nothing I really want to talk about. Anything? Any? any what's the scuttlebutt? Right? Right. I ain't got nothing. Right. So. Moving on to TV, a Bravo moment, Mm -hmm. talking about Housewives of Salt Lake City. So we're getting to the party aftermath, that hip-hop golf thing. (laughs) That I I told you I didn't like it. I still think that's weird. Right. But it was an explosive ending, as you know, she stormed out. And so now we're dealing with the aftermath, right? So all Mm -hmm. the women are talking about what happened and things like that. So to sum it up, one, Meredith and Lisa are still adamant that they never say anything to Mary about Jen and being afraid of her. Mm-hmm. Um, they put a lot of energy towards Whitney for bringing it up, like as in, like, why are you starting trouble? Mm-hmm. And obviously, because it was the party, this was not the time to do it. Right. Um, Whitney realizes she was wrong for bringing it up in that way, but she also, to me, slightly deflected because she felt like, with the other woman entering the conversation, that caused the dust up. Mm-hmm. And I, as a viewer, am like, no. Mm-hmm. Even if the woman didn't get involved, Jim was going to react that way because she was already getting upset as you were talking to her prior to the women coming over. Because, frankly, the women coming over to say, Jen, we didn't say that, should have mm-hmm. calmed her down. So mm-hmm. it really wasn't, to me, about the other woman interacting. Right. So, um... Jen is feeling embarrassed for her behavior, as she should, but I did not feel a real sense of accountability. 
to me, mm-hmm. she blamed her while she's embarrassed and she talks about how her husband is not speaking to her right now because of her outburst. She blames that on Whitney, basically saying if Whitney didn't start that, I wouldn't behave that way. And now because of what you did, my husband isn't speaking to me. And so you I was can't like, blame them. I was like, girl, sweetie, now that's 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 not quite it. You have to take responsibility take for res- how you react. Correct, yeah. because first of all, was that the proper place and time? No, but as a viewer, Housewives franchise, that's how it always happens. Mm-hmm. To an extent where it's like. When you, when you put the common sense, like, this wasn't the time, we're on reality TV, and you're supposed to do it at the inappropriate they, time. They set up inappropriate Correct. times to I feel like that's a part of it. Yeah. But with that being said, what Whitney said, even if you were irritated, shouldn't have reacted the way, where you were fussing, cussing, breaking glasses, storming out, popping balloons, making a scene. Girl, what she said shouldn't even have, you would have made it seem like she was talking about making inappropriate comments about you and your husband or your family. Mm-hmm. She told you that Mary said that two women were afraid of you because of how you react and wanted to know why were you saying weird things about Meredith's marriage. Right. In those two instances, there's no reason you should have reacted that way. Right. So for you to not take responsibility to say, you know what, Whitney, I am irritated that you brought that at my husband's party it wasn't the time and place because that's valid right but to now make it deeper like that's the reason your husband isn't speaking to you and that's the reason like that's part of your issues no so yeah. Whitney took them to this kind of outdoorsy weird spa I actually think you would like it it wasn't yeah. a traditional spa they had these like bathtubs like in the like oh. salt hills yes. and it was like the natural warm running water mm-hmm. so they were doing that and at first Jen you know, Whitney wanted to apologize. So did Heather to be like, you know what? We shouldn't have done that. I feel like they were coming with the right mindset. The conversation went left as Jen started to go in about how, like, she's negatively impacted their marriage. Mm-hmm. And where Whitney was like, well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to take that one. And mm-hmm. I think that's fair because this season thus far, they already have issues, and that's clear. Mm-hmm. And they ain't, their issues have nothing to do with their party. Now, is it nice that your husband giving you the silent treatment because of this? No. Right. But That the, ain't the right way to handle that it. That ain't either. the right way to handle All, it either. None of y'all know how to respond. Right. <laughs> like, that's not the right way to handle it, but the issues you're having in your marriage don't have nothing to do with this situation. Right. So she kind of stormed off, and then she ended up coming back, and um, Heather was, it was a little sad because Heather talked about how she feels like she's being replaced by Meredith and Lisa. And that's why mm-hmm. she kind of inserted herself because she wanted Jen to see that they were being phony. She feels like her and Jen's re- uh, relationship could go south because of those two women. That's so I'm wondering that was kind of sad because Heather, who I like ideally, Definitely has some major insecurities with feeling loved and valued with people in her life. Mm -hmm. And so it's just sad to see. Mm -hmm. Um, So they kind of made up. But for me, seeing previews of next episode, Jen holds grudges. She don't really forgive. And I feel like this is going to come up again. And if I'm Whitney or Heather, I apologize. You said we were going to move forward. I'm not going to keep entertaining conversations about it. Right. This is the big part. So then we get to a conversation between... Jen and her husband 
and he talked about like this drinking. He was like, I don't like you when you're drinking. Mm-hmm. What is all this anger? Where's this coming from? And she's very emotional. She talks about how angry she is at him, mm-hmm. how she needs him around. She talks about how he wasn't present for her father's funeral and how, how painful it's been, how she's been angry. And it was a very genuine moment. Mm-hmm. And he looked genuinely, like, like concerned. Like, oh, my gosh, I didn't... But what was interesting is she's never said any of that to him. Oh. And so I'm glad they're finally talking. Right. But that's not lost to me that why this entire time you've been angry at him... He didn't even know you were angry at him. Yeah. And so that means this resentment that you have been building could have possibly been worked out or discussed. Mm-hmm. And it took this. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe you should be thanking Whitney at this point. I'm not really. In a backwards way. Yeah, a, yeah. Not really. Yeah. But you can flip it and say that because I'm like, yeah. all of this anger that you have towards your husband for not feeling like he's there enough for you to spend enough time with you clearly has been on your heart for a minute Mm -hmm. and this man and i actually kind of do believe he didn't really know the grasp of her frustration and disappointment Mm -hmm. so i hope they can fix that but this episode was interesting but i will say that jenny needs to grow up she definitely has some demons she definitely has some things she needs to overcome Mm -hmm. some time on the couch wouldn't hurt her Mm -hmm. frankly some time on the couch for most of these women Frankly, some time on the couch for every living being <laughs> on this planet wouldn't hurt any of us. But that was basically it for the Bravo moment. I know we have, we don't really talk about TV all the time. We talk mm-hmm. about what we want to. Mm-hmm. But I just got caught up with This Is Us. I just had to have a moment. Okay. The writers are like, wow. <laughs> every time I feel like they can't blow my mind, mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. And they are skilled. Can you? I mean, they are skilled. Created a whole life for his mama, and mm-hmm. this whole time we thought she was dead mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just like the creativity. And now they got land. <laughs> like, first of all, he 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 comes from blacks with money. <laughs> I mean, not saying that matters, but y'all know what I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah. it wasn't. That's a nice thing to happen upon. I mean, I'm just saying, like <laughs> they weren't. They were. A family of status mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for him to be not knowing his identity and not knowing so much. And then to be like, you know, he had an uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, he had family members that he did not like he, for this entire time. He did not know. Right. Um, and like you said, he has land. He has this home that she spent her time in. Mm-hmm. And and then even the mother's love story with uh, the care with the character. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I only they, remember his name because it's high. Right. I couldn't remember. Because <laughs> you know I'll be remembering names. Um <laughs> Knowing that he loved her mm-hmm. yeah. for that long. And loved her enough to like be there and to reach out when she when he realized that he had found him. Right. Yeah. Cause otherwise he would have never known. Outstanding. Yeah. yeah. I, I really was moved. Like the mother and ho- that like their little love story was mm-hmm. like <gasps> It was so beautiful. I just felt like, oh my gosh, this is us. (laughs) It was a beautiful, non-traditional love story. Right? Because I think we always think of, like, love stories in one way. But love stories happen in so many different ways. Where the fact that they they both were married, they both experienced real genuine love with other people. But they reconnected at a friendly glance and Mm -hmm. then stepped in and then... 
had a few years where they could actually love each other in the way that they were when they were younger. Right. It was just phenomenal. So yeah. I just have to say, shout out to This Is Us. If you don't watch This Is Us, <laughs> get on it. It is such a good show. And the show. layers... I say the layers. <laughs> phenomenal. Mm-mm. But that's all. Okay. Um, We had a question of the week. I'm pulling it up. My phone is moving slightly slow. I should have been more prepared. Here we are. Would you rather have no one show up to your wedding or have no one show up to your funeral? And it's me, Tierra, for funeral. I'm gone and won't care. C underscore Marie. Um, I don't want a wedding and I'm going to be dead. So funeral... Darkerberry funeral, I'm dead. I don't give a F. Reese Peace funeral, not like I'm gonna know. Bell script devote. I was wanting someone to do the other one. Mm-hmm. He said wedding, easy, unless old girl don't show either. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. And textually active pod says skip. I want y'all know you get one skip. So don't pull <laughs> that again on another would you rather. Okay? You gotta answer next time. <laughs> Um, I'm actually choosing wedding. Really? Yeah. So why is that? Um, I mean, I think I've talked about that here before. I don't care for a large wedding. I'm fine with going to the courthouse. So I'm fine with no one showing up to my wedding. I know, but like, but let's say you did. So I guess mm-hmm. I want, I want someone who, who wouldn't mind having, even if you want a small wedding, even if you had like family or friends, mm-hmm. would you prefer them to be at your wedding or your funeral? Where my you're funeral. Dead? Yeah. That's so bizarre to me because yeah. you're not there. I would rather you celebrate my life together. You don't even know if we're going to be there or not. I don't. But I would rather people that cared about me be there. I think because like when I see funerals and I see all the people there, it's like, dang, they impact. You could really see how many people they impact all together. And I just think that's beautiful. So that's why I'm choosing that. How about you? Mm, I don't know. Mm. I guess funeral because I'm dead. Mm-hmm. But I, mm. I get what you're saying. The thought of I don't know that people I, being there. Yeah. To show love. Mm-hmm. To want to honor you. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, the impact you may have had on someone's lives, and they want to pay their respects or yeah. even grieve. Like I yeah. get it. I, I get like it. I kind of when I do go to people's funerals because it's like you're sad because of the impact they had on you. But I think it's like. I don't know, it adds a level of special when you see, like, all of the other people that impact it. It's, like, it's kind of beautiful to me, and it, I don't know how to explain it, but... I get it, in a sense of that one person can truly... um, Impact the world. Impact and bring such strong feelings for people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That in a moment like this, to have a church packed or a a center, memorial center, And they not coming because it's a party with open bar. But they're just coming because (laughs) this person did this for me, or this, I remember this, or they were that to me. Exactly, yeah. I I I think it's really beautiful to see. Um, Even though it's a sad moment, I just think it's beautiful. I don't disagree. I get that. Yeah. Um, You watch any new things this week? Right. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell us a little queen. you like, right. So. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I did finally watch the high note. Oh, what? You hadn't watched that this whole time? I, I thought we rented it the same time. No, girl. 
I told you that price. Something ain't right. Something ain't sick. But I told you about the deal that I got. Right. I ain't taking advantage of that. I ain't taking advantage of that. I couldn't believe that. I I could have swore you saw it. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> so how'd you like it? Um, I thought it was cute. Definitely. Mm-hmm. They played with the marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely yeah. some you got yeah. served. Absolutely. I felt some residual. The yard. I felt triggered. <laughs> yeah. Now you got um stomp the yard. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a dance film. <laughs> yeah. Very much so stomp the yard mm-hmm. as a Chris Brown fan. So excited in that theater, and we get to minute six. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out why am I in this theater. <laughs> Luckily, it was, it was a, a good, good movie. movie. Yeah, still a good movie. But, but they know they know they got us. They played <laughs> us, and he knew he was getting us. Okay, because he know he only showed up to set one day. <laughs> Literally, maybe two. Right. Okay. Right. But I was just like, wow, they played yeah. us. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I saw that. That was cute. Mm-hmm. This is an old movie but i've never watched the series mm-hmm. the oceans 11 like i've never oh yeah so i did watch those because mm-hmm. i watched oceans 8 when it came out mm-hmm. but i was like i've never saw the rest of them so that's it because mm-hmm. i feel like throughout this week i definitely been watching old episodes of like reno 911 mm-hmm. i've been watching like old shows that like i always enjoy so mm-hmm. i didn't do as much as many like new stuff this week what about mm-hmm. you um, I watched One Night in Miami. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to watch that last night, but I felt That was good. Um, the Night Stalker. Uh, the Two Deaths of Sam Cooke. Uh, I don't know. Me and my mother was just watching TV all day. <laughs> Yesterday. Together. Would you recommend them? Yeah, they were all good. Especially One Night in Miami. Very, very good. Night Stalker was good if you like, um, like, you know, true crime stuff. Right. Um... Same with the two deaths of Sam Cooke, also good. There was something else that we started off watching something else, and I just can't put my finger on what it was. But, um, yeah, I was living on Netflix for the most part, and then I caught up on, um, Ayanla's Fix My Life, um, because she had a, she had a good amount of, like, celebrities on the season, so I caught yeah, up on I saw it. some, um... Like commercials, mm-hmm. of, yeah, of them. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much most of. I'm sure there's some other things mixed in there, but um, that's most of what I watched this week. But I definitely recommend all of those if you had to choose between any of them. I'm saying One Night in Miami, definitely watch that. It was good. It used it was it's based off a play. Before y'all complain about most of it being in one room, it's based off of a play, but it still is. I I. I really enjoyed it so. i feel like because they did that with um black bottom yeah they do that any because there was another one with um the woman from scandal her name is slipping my mind but she was in something on netflix that was all set in one room and people complain about it but it's like when it's based off a play most of the setting is one space have some range people <laughs> let's elevate let's so, elevate yeah but it was still good my mom because i never saw the play but my mother did um and she said she enjoyed the movie better the than the play and she said the play was really good so i mean it's nice to hear that comparison because oftentimes people still say that the play is better um so it was nice to hear that the movie was better than the play let's yeah. elevate it guys <laughs> one one movie that looks like it's going to be pretty much centered in like two rooms is that movie with zendaya 
And, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder is that based off of a play? I don't know. Because that I saw the trailer, but it seemed like, like the whole thing is in the but apartment. It's all in that like kind of home. Yeah. And it looks like one evening is yeah. the entire film. Yeah. And shout out to Zendaya because she's been acting for a long time, but mm-hmm. as of late, her her roles are getting more mature. Yeah. And I think that's dope because you can see more of her range because yeah. she's very talented. Mm-hmm. But obviously, people still view her as. Little Zendaya, and mm-hmm. she's a grown woman. Right. So I'm like, love to see like her roles are maturing, and you mm-hmm. you get to see more of her range because it yeah. looks good. I'll be watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when that comes out, but I'm I'm gonna watch that too. Um. So yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. I want an intro. This okay. Week. Okay. Do your thing. So <laughs> I'm gonna give a little background. <laughs> so. Sydney has had her fitness goals, mm-hmm. and she reached those last year. Mm-hmm. And as she has been adapting to her new body, mm-hmm. i.e., like especially with like clothes, mm-hmm. trying to find her new size, I made a joke. Struggle, yeah. right? <laughs> I made a joke because from what she was telling me, mm-hmm. seems like <laughs> she may not be plus size anymore. And she talked about the sizing, so we know mm-hmm. plus size. There's sizing, whether it's one, two, three, four, one X, two X, whatever, zero, Mm -hmm. you know. And so when she was telling me the size, I'm like, hmm, you might need to be an extra large (laughs) in the regulars. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it just started this kind of funny banter. I'm like, girl, you're not even fat no more. Mm -hmm. And we were joking. But what made me tickled was like the fact she was like, what? Like, like, what you mean? And someone in like a group me chat told me I was not allowed to say that I was fat anymore. Um, and then I said, uh, that was it. Once a <laughs> one, fellow fat girl's like, nah. Right, because she's bigger than me, but I right. think she got offended yeah. at me saying that I was fat. And yeah. I, I remember feeling that way about people that, from my perception, weren't fat. Woo! <laughs> the rules have And so when she said that, I was like, Excuse me? wait a minute, am I in that be that person but also like there is a transition it's not like i've been this size oh, forever of course, but, of course but when she said that i was like you was am like, i in hey, that group of people now am i the girl <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> am i the person that you get annoyed when they say they fat now because it's like girl please like <laughs> right am i that person now but like i explained the person that said that. i was like i was 265 like this time last year so bear with me <laughs> like plus we ain't been outside so i've been wearing sweatpants this whole time so like even seeing myself in clothes that fit is still like you're getting it's a transition yeah. and it is right. when you um when you lose weight and when mm-hmm. you lose a significant amount whether you wanted to lose it on purposely or not right it is a transition <clears throat> right getting used to your new image right um but and i can't even go in dressing rooms to try on clothes these days (laughs) and it just made me laugh because i was like oh my gosh she's not fat no more so this episode the fat the plus size community rejecting me y'all so this episode (laughs) is like it's sydney fat so sydney Mm -hmm. do you think you're fat i still consider myself fat okay um I can go into the numbers as to why I do still consider myself fat, I, but I don't think that's necessarily significant. But I still consider myself. You still fat. view yourself as a fat woman yes. in the fat, fat girls community. Well, yeah. just fat community. Period. Right. Yeah. I. I. I definitely do. Um. Do I? I understand that I'm like 
on the lighter end now, yeah, I get that. Um, do you, with that being said, as you transition, mm-hmm. do you feel like you'll be, there'll be a, maybe an extra level of thought of how you speak about probably, your fatness? Probably, probably. Or your Now realizing, realizing that it can offend others when, of course, you know, that's never my intention. Right. Um, but realizing that, like, talking about my fatness negatively can, and impacting others, with that not being my intention, I am going to try my best to be more careful and more sensitive to others especially like in public spaces especially um about how I speak about myself because like I said my intention is never to like make anyone else feel like I'm disgusted by their fatness because right nine times out of ten that's not the case <laughs> like the I can't think of an instance where that would be the case um so yeah I think it definitely makes me more subconscious now about how I talk about myself yeah, because I think I always default to self-deprecation, but that's just you do. That's another. <laughs> that's another episode. Okay, all right. all right. That's a whole separate. That's a series <laughs> of when we'll talk about what's wrong with us. No, I'm just playing. Right. <laughs> um, but the self-deprecation for me is always to, like I said, deprecate myself, not to deprecate others. So yeah, I try. I'm going to try to be more mindful now. But okay, so a moment to I want to discuss. Fatness, because mm-hmm. I know we have the sizes. So, okay, right. y'all. I'm a fat girl. Uh-huh. Been fat for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I did not know, um, and I'm still learning about the fat community. Yeah. And language mm-hmm. and um, appropriate language. And, and that some people, the appropriate language for different people is different. Correct. Some people are fine with being called fat. Some, some people prefer not. to be called plus size. Some people don't. Like some people like BBW, some people don't want to be called BBW. Some people classify themselves as thick. <laughs> um, <laughs> which we have opinions about. I certainly do, but I just think, th- and we can talk about it because everyone is not going to be okay with it. But that's okay. Let's talk about um, it. I I do think thick is very much that in between of skinny and fat. I like that's what I consider thick. So. If you are not that in between, and you know you're not that in between, I don't consider you just thick. But I think people like saying they thick because it's like a more... It's more acceptable. It's a more acceptable term for fatness. But it's like, why we gotta make it sound more acceptable? Just be what you are. And I think it comes from, I think people, fat people, being offended by being called fat. fat. Yeah. Right? Because I think, like, even for fat people, you all ask them, you know, what was what was the insult as a kid mm-hmm. if they were fat? What was... It was always, oh, you're fat, oh, you're big. Mm-hmm. So I think because of that, mm-hmm. as adults, mm-hmm. you get into this, don't call me fat, da da yeah. And it's a version of... When I was... At some point in elementary school, some boy called me fat, and I was upset, and... One of my classmates, I almost said friend, but I don't really think, looking back, she was my friend. Um, <laughs> she was like, oh, you should say thank you because you don't know if he's saying the PH. And it's like, you can, you know he not saying the oh, PH. because that was totally a thing. That was the thing. And so I think it's a adult version of that. Right. Of that is tr- so of trying funny. to turn I it. I totally forgot about yeah. PHAT. Yes. It's trying to turn it to make it sound like, oh, that's a good thing. Instead of just being like, being fat is not bad. 
It's just fat. <clears throat> it's just fat. fat. Right, right, right. But I, I think we tried to default to like using other words or trying to change the word and stuff like that to make it more palatable. That's the word I was looking for. Um, to the public and feel more accepted. Right. With, but I don't, fat, I no longer accept fat as an insult. However, tone does matter. If someone calls you fat and you hear that, like, you know what they're trying to you say. You know what they're trying <clears throat> to mean it, mean it in an insulting way. And right. I will say, fat does not bother me, but yeah. certainly when I was younger it did. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I won't even act like it didn't. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere along the lines of, like, just... I don't know, maturing and becoming my own woman, it was like, that means nothing to me. Yeah. Um, if someone calls me fat, I'll say, okay, you can see. I mm-hmm. mean, what? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I am. Yeah. And it's Next funny. question. <laughs> it's funny, even on my weight loss journey, I think sometimes people always think, if you are fat, that you're losing weight with the desire to be skinny, which yes. was not my goal. And let's talk about that, too, because yeah. I do think... That is said a lot when mm-hmm. you see a fat person, plus size person in the gym mm-hmm. or working out or saying they're wanting to be more healthy. The immediate thought is, oh, they're finally trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Mm-hmm. And then, and while straight, thinner people, more body accepted people, right. typically, right. I know them typically don't mean any harm when mm-hmm. they're giving their encouragement or stuff like that yeah but it can be harmful mm-hmm. when that was never the person's goal right and so now you're putting you're putting some sort of thought like they need to be mm-hmm. working out to get to that point yep 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 when yep. that is not may not be that point right and if it is that's fine i don't right but that's not everybody but that's goal. not everyone's point right right i might just want to be able to walk upstairs without breathing hard <laughs> And still a struggle. Hey. <laughs> like, Don't we all? <laughs> so, and, and I was going to say, let's talk about that. There are skinnier people, straight sized people, whatever. Yeah. Um, who huff and puff. But that's mm-hmm. the whole thing about, we talk about fatness and like health mm-hmm. and how if you're fat, that means you're not healthy. And if you're mm-hmm. thin, you're healthy. And that's not the case. Right. Um, as a fat girl, obviously I know people and I'm friends with people who are smaller than me and eat way more than me. Yeah. Um, and way unhealthier. And, and are unhealthier. Items. Yeah. And, yeah. And even other things, people who smoke and drink. I mean, because we always talk about food. Mm-hmm. And there's other things that impact health. our um our health mm-hmm. when it comes to like what we intake. Mm-hmm. So you got the smokers and the drinkers or whatever. And, and something I was on a clubhouse for, and I will say as I'm just trying to learn more about it, mm-hmm. clubhouse has been pretty valuable Helpful. just to hear yeah. from other like, um, fat positive influencers mm-hmm. and like the work that even fat activists. Cause I, <clears throat> once again, didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I do wish quick side note, some of the conversations on Clubhouse do sound very valuable, and so I really wish they would be recorded um, and are. shared on other platforms, or just being able to listen to later. Because I, you know, of course, there's a lot of trash, but there's trash right. on every app, right? But it just a lot of the conversations I've heard of seem like, oh, that sounds like a really good conversation. I have <laughs> like, quite a bit, and yeah. even for me, y'all know I do events for a living, and mm-hmm. I'm in a few. Um, meeting planner clubs and like black meeting professionals and being able to like literally talk through my work stuff with 
other mm-hmm. like-minded people like, all right, this was going on in our organization. I'm hitting a wall. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That has been crazy helpful. Yeah. And I've been able to connect with people off Clubhouse on LinkedIn and for mm-hmm. other things. So I think like everything, when you're using it right and in a healthy way, mm-hmm. you can learn a lot and gain a lot from yeah. it. So mm-hmm. I've been listening to things on Clubhouse. Dang it, what were we talking about before we hit that room? You were, I'm um, saying you were learning about the fat community. Oh, the fat community, yeah. fat activists <clears throat> and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Talking about um, health, talking about wellness as a fat person, talking mm-hmm. about, and it's so interesting because I think, wow, you ever think about what seems to be happening now? How do you think we would have been if we were, like, 15, 16 in the space now? Oh, totally different. How could it have changed Um, a lot for us just internally? Oh, yeah. With how we, as teenagers, dealt with our being fat, being bigger than everybody else? Mm -hmm. Um, I just think, like, damn, I wonder, like, where my mind would be at about to be 29 now if this was around then yeah, yeah. would i be like what's up i, I definitely hey. think we would be i think I'm- um i mean i danced <clears throat> i did ballet for 15 years and i quit because fat ballerinas don't exist i think maybe i would not have quit or i still would have done some kind of dance and continued on from there like i definitely think that we would have been different had conversations like this and the environment like for this us to learn and to yeah. to feel i guess like unalone in a sense or yeah. you just hearing <clears throat> Um, hearing about it and mm-hmm. knowing that there are terms. But anyway, all I have to say, we want to talk about yes. what are <laughs> most common fat like definitions, like your yeah. sizing. And I, I, I didn't necessarily agree with all of these, but we'll talk through it. Um, so there are fat categories. They call them categories. Um, there are six of them, and I'll just read like the synopsis, and we'll talk about them as we go through. So small fat, um, which maybe I'm there now. Who knows? Uh. Well, I don't know. Um, someone, <laughs> someone at the smaller end of the fat p- spectrum wears smaller plus size clothing, may be able to wear non plus slash straight size clothes, has little trouble accessing public spaces and healthcare. Um, I mean, I feel like you're a small fat now. <laughs> I said I might be. You struggled though. You, 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 like, okay, transition. I feel like maybe the next one, the okay. mid fat. I don't think you're a mid fat, but really, not with your. I think well, with there small. being six categories and mid fat being the second one, that's why I chose that one. The word mid fat sounds like it's in the middle, and I know I'm not there. But since there's six, six you it's feel not like in the middle. Mid fat, right? Right. Mid fat. Mid fat is a person at the smaller end of the middle of the spectrum wears plus or extended sizes and cannot easily find clothing in the straight sizes experiences some institutional sizeism and difficulty with size accessibility the reason why i say i'm here is because i think i'm not confirmed i think i'm i don't think i can fit straight size clothing because i tried like i tried a women's i mean a, a mrs 14 didn't fit it was too tight but when I try women's 14, it's like, okay, or women's, I'm between like a 14 right. and a 16. I, I feel <laughs> what you're saying, but outside of whatever, mm-hmm. you have it, hips and butt. So I do think right. if you were, even the pants if you were are skinny, hard. Yeah. I think pants would always be a struggle for you anyway, That's even true. if you were a size six. Right, because I'm a triangle. Because you got thighs and booty. Yeah, so like, especially dresses. Like, I mean, we, we got you in uh, that skirt, but it was a tussle. <laughs> you want to fight, I want to tussle. We, um, <laughs> just to give y'all some context, so my favorite store, I've been having trouble figuring out what size I wear there. So, I, um, 
ordered like size 16 jeans well okay so some of their sizes are like 14 16 18 and some are like zero one two three right whatever i ordered like a size 16 jeans and then i ordered a one dress and i ordered a zero skirt because i'm trying to see the variations what works right the 16 jeans too big the one dress too big but that zero skirt was a struggle <laughs> to get me in age. I had to get Shanae to help me. She said she couldn't <laughs> fit it. And I saw a picture. I said, we can get you. <laughs> and did we? Yes. Was she comfortable? Not no. Really. But the point is, <laughs> I could not take full steps. Like, the point I could is, not bend down. The point is, I said, we can get you. <laughs> and so that's what I'm saying is like, I, I'm not out of the plus size yet. I'm just in between the bottom sizes of plus size, which is why I put myself in the mid fat. I still think you're more small fat than mid fat. Okay. I but think, I understand, I but top, I understand yeah, what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I do. And yeah. I totally, I agree with you. Yeah. But I still think you would still be considered small a fat. small fat. Okay. Fair, fair. Um, next is super fat. I don't like these names, but, um. I don't either, but they really <laughs> use it. Yeah. Like people... Yeah. Like, the fat community really do say this, y'all. Yeah. So, like, it's not... That's yeah. what they say. Um, is a step up from mid-fat, can only shop at plus or big and tall stores, has a few brick-and-mortar plus stores to choose from, but most options are online, faces institutional sizeism and difficulty with size accessibility. Now, I think this is where I was last year. You don't think so? Sydney. I could only shop in plus-size stores. Sydney. Girl, I could never. What? Sydney, give me the put this article link in a group because I can't get in our Google <laughs> job right now. And I, I, I couldn't, I could never shop in non plus size stores last year. I, I, you reaching now. What? You're no way super fat. Now you, now I you. Think, that's why I think the name of the category. Crazy. No, but I am still, you have never been more than a mid fat. What? <laughs> Sydney, with your body size and your measurements, like if we want to get into poundage, mm-hmm. you are not, you are not like large, like you're not as big as I feel like you feel you are. And that's not what I'm saying though. That's why I think the names of these categories make it seem like it something there? that it's not. Yes, I did. I sent it put, directly give me the other one, to you. Because I got, we got, didn't I put two? No, girl. All right. Well, that's the on. only one. Um... Because I'm going off of not the name of it, because I think the name of it gives the wrong perception. Okay, but, but only being able to shop in plus okay. stores was me. So just to give more perspective, because I feel like clothing size, you didn't say clothing sizes. So small Which, fat, I'm saying on the fatness spectrum, mm-hmm. typically a small fat mm-hmm. is 1X, 2X, 18 or lower. No, that's I, not how I'm reading it. I, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm okay. I'm giving another. It's in the article. Okay, so further down. down. Okay, but I'm saying another, and that's what I'm saying. This varies, mm-hmm. but I've seen this before and where see, they said a small fat is one to two x, eighteen to lower toward zero to one. Mid fat is two x to three x, twenty to twenty four toward two or three, and so I'm like, you know. But well, yours have six and mine have four. So then... Right. So it's split up It varies. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. It, the words that say you can only shop at plus stores, that was the, that's been the majority of my life. Um, which is why I would previously put myself in that category. And the super fat. Yes. What's next? 
Um, large fat is a variant of super fat and mid fat, sometimes also termed as Lane Bryant fat, a term created by writer Roxanne Gay, meaning they still can shop at plus stores. Um, and that's why I'm like, Lane Bryant got size 14 or 12. Like, that's why I don't necessarily agree with these categories, but I, and yeah, <laughs> the next one is Infinity fat. Um, can no longer shop for clothing in brick and mortar stores, shops online only, and may not know their clothing size or need custom sizing. Um, they faced intense institutional sizeism, size accessibility interferes with their daily life. Um, name for all the sizes that exist above standard and plus big and tall sizing, uh, created by Ash of the Fat Lip. And then the last one is Death Fat, which... Again, I do not like that name. Um, it must be like 600 pound life. Yeah. Cheeky fat. variant of affinity fat. Um, applies to people on the higher end of the spectrum who are large enough that people infer that they may kill over dead at any moment um, because of the perceived health dangers about bodies their size. So okay. which category do you think you fall in? I don't know. I guess um, I personally wouldn't consider... I don't consider me a super fat either or you because I think what I think about that is we we shop I know we shop in plus sections at plus stores so like I get that point of it mm-hmm. but to put us like we got to be at the big and tall like we got to be there and that um 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 we we face intertwi- well not that I know of the sizeism and like difficulties with size accessibility. Mm-hmm. I I'm like that. I didn't feel like. Do you feel like you've experienced that? Um, no, I wouldn't say. Maybe um, we lucky facts because we haven't. I mean, I I think no. I don't think I have. Uh, have the seatbelt on the airplane dug into my stomach and been uncomfortable as hell. Yeah. Um, but. But you're, That's not like, a, you're not in a space where you need an extender. The extender, right. Which I didn't even know about that. You didn't? Until recently. Really? I was like, there's an extender? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been on a flight some, with someone that needed the extender before. So, yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Um... But yeah, I think because so there in this article there are two different spectrums. I like the the four the four way because I feel like it's easier to identify yourself mm-hmm. with giving certain size reference size. And by the worker, yeah. we know that size at different stores are Mean different, different things. things. Yeah, so you still could be caught in between the categories, right? But I feel like it gives you more to grasp at because mm-hmm. I feel like even me. And you, we have been able, I mean, even if, maybe if it's stretchy, mm-hmm. we've been able to fit regular, you haven't, I have regular size skirts that are not in the plus size, well, I don't have the hips and ass. So. I was about to say, I have, literally, I had the, last time I bought regular sized clothing was middle school when I was shopping at uh, New York and Company and wearing adult clothing. Right. So I'm thinking that's a lot to do with your hips and ass. Maybe so. Um, because <laughs> I was about to say, is, I cannot remember the last time. Because the reason I say that is because I'm bigger than Sydney. I've right. always been bigger than her. Right. Pounds, and you can put height on it, so right. it makes it whatever. Yeah. But I do not I do not have <laughs> hips and ass. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> yeah. I've been able to get into a straight size, extra large oh. skirt. But I have a couple Mm-mm. that I wear and it don't look like I'm like dying in it. It fits like a normal fit. Mm-mm. 
I don't but I think that but then it goes. I don't own nothing that, that, that don't got an X or double digits. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> nope. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> like I got two skirts that maybe is extra large versus my two X. Like I'm like, whatever. Mm-mm. But um So yeah, that so could that be could about be, body type. Which know, is not taken into account here. It's yeah. not. So that's why it's very look, we say this to say there's reference points in the community. And so yeah. All this comes down to this. I want to know that, like, for you, mm-hmm. you know, you had your wellness goals, and you never had a, I, um, you never had a fantasy of being like skinny. That has no, never been said. I don't desire to be. She's skinny. never wanted to be like. Skinny. If I get skinny, I'm probably not happy. It's like, <laughs> she's never desired that. <laughs> yeah. But when I would joke, you would feel like, mm-hmm. would it bother you if you genuinely, but you liked your body, but you mm-hmm. weren't. Would it kind of be like, huh? Would it be like a pause moment? Would you not care at all? If like, I was what? If you really weren't if, plus size at all, for real? Like, um, would you ever have a pause moment? I mean, could you still? Like I think your it body? would still be a transition. Yeah. yeah, it would still be a like a weird thing because I've just I've been plus size all my life. Like, I legit don't Leave remember a time. Even as a kid, it was always. I don't remember what the section was called, but it was like kids plus. Like, <laughs> you not. It was. You not live my life. <laughs> I was always in that section, so like. Or like certain brands, like we couldn't shop at. Yeah. At the, the uh, like the smaller girls in your class, they'd be at like with the limited and 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 what I'm wearing from. The I would limited. look like a professor sometimes in suits because <laughs> that's what fit. Like. I had Easter suits. Like, it wasn't Easter dresses. It was suits. I'm so <laughs> serious. I'm so serious because I used to get... I I'm telling you, I imagine. used to get my Easter outfits from New York and Company. I can... I would love... Get serious. The reason I chuckle is because I can't imagine a young city <laughs> looking like Deaconess mm-hmm. on Easter for some reason. You know those kid pictures where like the kids are like looking like in adult clothes doing adult things, but like mm-hmm. it just looks weird and you chuckle at mm-hmm. it. That's what I imagine saying you was in a suit yeah. at Easter. I distinctly remember someone from our was it high school or middle school? I don't know. They told me I looked professional, and I just to me that sound like I look too grown because I got on grown people clothes. Right. And so I was just like, okay. And they was like, that was a compliment. And I was like, well, that ain't how I took it. Because it's like, I know I got on clothes for my mama's store. Like, the same store that my right. parents shop at. Right. So for me, when I'm a teenager and you saying I look professional while I'm in school, like, it's to, too, it, it wasn't like a compliment. Right. right. And so, <laughs> you know something, talking about this, I really, literally, after we finish, I'm going to call my mother. I'm going to say, you know, was it hard buying clothes for me? Because, mm-hmm. like, to be honest, I don't remember. I mm-hmm. remember the stores that I shopped at and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but I don't remember having difficulty finding stuff I wanted to find. Mm-hmm. So I just went as a parent, where the, did my mother think to take me? Because I don't remember. The first I time I got clothes that I liked was when um, Forever 21 got the plus section. That was the first time I bought really? clothes that I liked. Yeah. So even in high school, you didn't... That I mean, high school was when Forever Twenty One got was the plus it? section. Yeah, I don't it was like it was either junior or senior year. Before okay. that, because people will always talk about what I wore, because I wore jeans, baggy jeans, and a hoodie all the time, and people be clowning me for it. But it's like because I can't find clothes that fit me. <laughs> I don't. Where was I? You was there. Everybody used to talk about the fact that I wore a hoodie every day, like because I could not find clothes that fit. 
I think sometimes you I could get converses and your straight jeans. I would you wear converses, you a graphic t-shirt from Rue Twenty One, and some jeans from J C Penney. But I actually thought that was your your thing. I could not like, find clothes. But I understand that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm saying back then, I really thought that's genuinely just what you like to wear. No. That's what I'm saying. That was like, just the default because I couldn't find none now. I didn't because t-shirts can stretch. <laughs> they can. You can make a t-shirt stretch. You could sit a t-shirt on the back of a chair and make it stretch. You ever did that before? I've done that. Yeah. I've definitely done it with a dress. <laughs> yeah. So. It was um, a body con. That was body and too con. <laughs> okay. I was like, I, I, this is too tight now. I need this to loosen up. Um. So, yeah, I think that was just, it was an easy default to I, do that. Genuinely, I literally thought that that was just like your style. Like, you mm-hmm. liked your graphic tees. I just didn't want to be at school in New York and company. You didn't want to look professional. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Y'all, I promise that it's not funny. <laughs> and so that's what I wore with I, my ponytail. That was my signature ponytail. It really was. And then when I got when I grew up with the ponytails, it was just like a rat. You did your you you good for a rat. <laughs> you had your look your hoop earrings. Mm-hmm. And when we went through our chunky phase of jewelry, because mm-hmm. that was a phase, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Our colorful, chunky uh, bangles, mm-hmm. and you wear like three uh-huh. and half your, like, clacking around. That's why middle school was notes. a bit easier because we had uniforms. uniforms. Um, and so my ones. way of expressing myself was jewelry. I used to wear so many bracelets. Yeah, you did. Um, and always carry a different purse. That was my way of you were because styling that, and profiling because with accessories. At that point, sizing didn't matter. You had a polo and some khakis. And Got your light up belt, your Sydney belt. <laughs> I wish I had a light up belt. I was never allowed to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. My mother never. Let me get the stuff that was on. Brand. I finally just got my first name necklace for Christmas. <laughs> I was never allowed to get the name necklace or the name. Really? Okay, well I had the I had Mm-mm. the earrings and the necklace. No, I just got. Remember the necklace. we used to do the earrings with your um uh your, your initials sign. on the hoop with your son. Like there was this time I don't know if it was like middle school like ninth grade mm-hmm. girls would wear these hoop earrings with their sign it'd be like mm-hmm. Pisces Libra oh no I, I definitely I had, had Pisces ones mm-hmm. and I thought I was rocking with no. my pink razor mm-hmm. nope but yeah so clothes had like I like I said I don't think I ever so do you feel like now you're twenty eight do you feel mm-hmm. like you have a style do you feel no, like no. <laughs> In my mind, mm-hmm. not as often, but in my mind, that's why I generally thought that was a part of your style. You had more of a, I don't, I a never, tomboy style, I never but more like a casual style. Uh, style. You know, I don't know what they, the kids call it. I think they call it streetwear these days. <laughs> no, I never established a style. I don't think I have a style. Mm-mm. I feel like I'm going through a transformation. All the stuff I used to like, I don't like, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um... So, yeah, I'm trying to figure out some kind of style whenever I can figure out what size I wear. But, um, yeah, no, I don't think I ever had a set style. Because One was because of the restrictions with me being able to find clothes, and then two, because of the restrictions in my house and not being able to wear certain right. stuff. So. Do you think, now that you're smaller, do you feel like you'll have a different ex- um, experience when we get our freedom papers from COVID? I hope so. As I a, hope um, that I'll be willing to try more things as far as it comes to clothes. and Not for you. Oh. Do you think people will react? Because no, because all heard... niggas look at is my butt, regardless. Oh. <laughs> like, well, that was easy. 
that like regardless that's heard, what like, they some see. people have lost weight and they did it for themselves or whatever but they when they when they started to interact with people and the difference people would mm. be around them mm-hmm. when they were bigger it made them feel weird because yeah. it was like yes because it's like I, you're not gonna hate on fat people around me don't think it that you know? that yeah. but then it's like would you, did you secretly hate me? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, would you like mm-hmm. saying I was nice or I look great just to like? No. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Do you feel like you would experience any changes like that? As for yourself, are you feeling maybe more confident or more willing to take, or just feel like you're in a more exploratory space? I think I'm more, more exploratory. Options. Yeah, um, it's a good thing. But I'm talking like externally. Do you feel like you'll? people could possibly treat you different or, I don't or just think beyond so. different. But if it happened, I'm ready to check them. <laughs> and I think part of me being so ready to check them is because I still consider myself fat. So it's like, don't try me. <laughs> I'm fat, damn it. Because even when, Sorry, I, know you when I, you know, weighed more and people would say sly comments around me, I would check them. They, they'd be like, oh, not you. Like, no, it is me. Don't do it. Yeah, they, people, I, I, I definitely feel like people do that because mm-hmm. it's like, they like you and care about you, so it's not. It's like not not your fat, right? Or it's you're like, a different type of fat. No, don't do that. Or yeah. I I have experience. I hate that because like um. Or if you say you're fat, they like no you because you, they still you, see it as a derogatory term. Girl, you think you beautiful? Mm-hmm. It's like I didn't say I wasn't. I, I was around I was someone that was pregnant and they went through going up the steps and not being able to breathe or whatever. And they were like, I don't understand how people just do this and they stay fat when they do this. And I was like, well, you know, you kind of get used to it. And I think she she didn't expect me to say that. And she was like, oh, I'm not meaning you. I said, mm, well, I'm fat. And when I woke up steps, I had trouble breathing. So you kind of do mean me. And I'm telling you how we deal with it. We get used to it. <laughs> and she walked away. Because I'm that like, is- don't. And she, cause like, don't sit for me and say that. Like, I love it. That just because your sense. fatness is well, it's not fat when you're pregnant. You're pregnant, girl. And a lot of people. That's another transition that a lot of people go through. Um, especially smaller people when they're pregnant, they're like, "Oh, I'm fat." They feel like it's fat, but it's like that's baby. Like, that's but, different. That's interesting because another point on a clubhouse I was talking about during this quarantine period, mm-hmm. how people who have maybe been smaller and have gained weight and that they get annoyed Mm -hmm. that, like, the smaller people who have maybe gained five or ten pounds, it's not easily visible either. Right, right. I mean, like, oh, I'm so fat, I'm so disgusting. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh." Yeah. Yeah. Child. Or, like, um, it's funny, I think me and you both do this. When we look back at pictures of us in, like, middle school and high school, it's like, we was not not that fat. fat. Um and like the Not size like that. that we were then, people would be like, "Oh, I just got some grown woman weight." I was like, "Well, you wasn't saying that back in middle school and high school." You didn't say that to me. <laughs> you didn't say we look grown. You didn't say that to me <laughs> on a bus in eighth grade. <laughs> no. Um. At <laughs> <laughs> a moment. Um. So uh, it's definitely just a transition of like what is a acceptable fact because I do think. As grown people, people are more like being two hundred as a woman is more normalized. It's more acceptable. Oh yeah. And I think being a, a certain shape fat, like if you're hourglass uh-huh. fat, mm-hmm. where you know you have um, typically if you have a, some chest, mm-hmm. but because of your proportions with um, your chest to hip ratio, even though you may have a gut, you still have that hourglass figure. Mm-hmm. Your gut may not sit out. 
as much as your booty, mm -hmm. and that becomes more of the acceptable version of being fat. So if right. you're fat, that's the way to be it, because right. then you're beautiful and is whatever. But if you're fat and pear shaped, mm -hmm. or if you're fat with, <laughs> if you're fat and you really have hips <laughs> or ass. It's not as acceptable. Mm -hmm. Or if you have, like, more of a fupa. And even the jokes about men, like, if <laughs> there's, I call it light fupa mm -hmm. and then fupa. Mm -hmm. And so guys be like, yeah, like girls with a fupa. I'm like, what fupa? <laughs> Look like she had too many tacos. <laughs> what fupa? Yeah. What you talking about, brother? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a side note. But anyway... <laughs> It's so it's such layered, and it was just me joking with her, being like, "Girl, you ain't fat no more." Mm -hmm. It just made me wanna. Because I mean, a couple right. of people have been like, "Oh, you getting skinny," and I'm like, "Excuse you, right? Like I am not look, skinny." Look, look, did you just call me? A <laughs> no, right? It's offensive. Like what? What you just call me? Did you just call me color? <laughs> right? Did you just say nigga? so hard all of our lives to, to be to the point of being accepting of being fat yeah that it, like being called skinny is dang near an insult so, right no but i, I I'm, like when it. i say people skinny it's not an insult so it's like i know but people don't way, intend no but the way we, <laughs> but the way you react it would yeah. make you be like i didn't catch that <laughs> i got the skinny i didn't catch that <laughs> and, but i but what you just said was really it. Yeah. After working so hard mm -hmm. to <clears throat> love our bodies because mm -hmm. outside of, um, because society wise, we're taught not, we're taught to hate it. That's right. something wrong with it. You need to be fixing it. You shouldn't be that way. Mm -hmm. So working through that. Mm -hmm. And also that means working through that means we had to talk about and address the eighth grade mm -hmm. uh sixth grade 12th grade moments like you have to address all that because we're 10 years beyond that and mm -hmm. so it's layered so if you work so hard to be in a space of you know what i fucks with me heavy i fucks with my body mm -hmm. and i'm beautiful and i'm whatever mm -hmm. and let's even say in a part of that maybe you started working out a little bit more and you've toned up in some spaces mm -hmm. but you're still like this is my, like, fat vessel that I love and I've worked hard to love. Right. Hearing from someone who's small and has more of a generally acceptable society body, because that doesn't dismiss body insecurities because we oh, do yeah. all have them. Right. And but, you still may not like things about your body correct. if you're skinny. Right. Yeah. Right. But it's just, when we say that, it's more of society accepted. Because mm -hmm. we all have insecurities, but... There's a body that's generally more accepted than another, and mm -hmm. that can be layered mm -hmm. with insecurities <clears throat> that everyone has. Right. But being kind of lumped in with those people, mm -hmm. and that doesn't even necessarily mean you were like heavily bullied, but being kind of with the people who didn't have this layered effect. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's like, don't put me in agreement. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm staying yeah. with my people. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. This is an interesting journey since I don't know where I'm at 
According but, to y'all. Oh no. <laughs> like, you know what? Honestly, you at where I'm you, wearing a one two X right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like even with the like even with the fat chart I had, mm-hmm. I'm in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have things that are one X. Mm-hmm. I have things that are two. Mm-hmm. I have shit that is three, depending on how it's cut. Right. Yeah. When you get into size, when that waist don't stretch. But when you get into size, the way clothes is, fast fashion, everything like that. Yeah. Sizing is completely off. Yeah. I was talking to some men, like in a group the and other day about that. And that plays people's self esteem, frankly. Mm-hmm. Because and I was telling them how men's clothes usually fit them better because at least when you're shopping for pants, it has the waist and the length. Yeah. We don't have that. Yeah, it's like, because I done got so many dresses hemmed because my short behind. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and so because you don't get to choose the length of your dress. Jesus, I wish I could. Yeah, um, some, and for but me. But petite is always too short. Like, right. I ain't that short. Like, so it's it always goes, been. It goes too shoot, long. I done been in between every way at this point. It goes too <laughs> long for you, mm-hmm. not long enough for me. Right, right, right. I just feel like high waters. <laughs> Yes, yes. High water ball gown. <laughs> yeah. And I have, you know, when I was a middle schooler shopping uh, in the adult plus, I, that's when I used to get petite because I was not an adult. <laughs> so I was petite because right. I was a teenager or, you know, 10. Like, You've been in the middle your whole life. That's what girl. I'm saying. Like, dang, I just realized that, like, I'm always in the middle. <laughs> What does that mean? I'm just right now. I'm in the middle in both ways. Hmm. Like, what, what does that mean uh, for your psyche, girl? I don't know. <laughs> it, it is now interesting now to not being life. able to say I'm fat. <laughs> girl, you fat, <laughs> fattest one of them all. Baby. Okay, I don't. You don't have to lie. Like, okay. <laughs> I ain't say all that. Okay. <laughs> it's like honestly, it doesn't matter. What I was gonna mm-hmm. say is, it doesn't even matter. I think that what. I love seeing was how you just, you know, you're in this, you were in this routine and you were feeling good and you mm-hmm. were seeing the results you want to see and you're at a size that where you really feeling yourself and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Yeah. None of this other crap matters. Even yeah. though I do think this was a very interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, I'm like, if you loving your body, who cares? Yeah, that's true. Who cares? True. And you know what? To a white woman... In Wichita, you fat. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> like, let me stop. And to niggas, you better love me fat and small. Um, I'm not going to say skinny. Because you don't know where I'm going to get back after like three or four kids. I might get back to where I was and that's okay too. <laughs> like, that's fine. It be happening. Love me and my fat. <laughs> right. Whether it's here or it's coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> And because that'll be another part of dating. Like, you better love all versions of Sydney. Oh, of course. I can't get taller, but. uh. But no, I agree. I do think that's the part because, like, when people have them debates, like, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, eek, y'all. That's. Yeah. mm, Yeah. mm." Yeah. When they go bald in, like, five years. (laughs) Yeah. Put that head on your head. That's not how I met you. (laughs) (laughs) Let me stop, (laughs) y'all. We're part of the most. T- I was. It's such a group mm-hmm. on Facebook that we're a part of that mm-hmm. is just 
It's a lot. Um, one of my other friends that's in the group, every time he look, he'd be like, I understand why half the people in here are single. Okay. <laughs> this is the most. <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder how many other people that don't talk in here think the same thing. Oh, but we I need a group of the non-talkers. <laughs> because honestly, it really do be the same people. Like, I feel like I know these people and yeah. I don't because they post the most or they mm. do the most reckless stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, <clears throat> I was in it today because I'm not in it that often, but I'm just like, Wow, mm-hmm. y'all are some people. <laughs> and then I thought, what does it mean that I was invited to this? <laughs> it don't mean much. <laughs> and I'm just like, because the group is like 11,000 people, y'all. It is mm-hmm. a big Facebook group, but mm-hmm. some of the debates and stuff I see on there, I'm like, this is why we all in this stupid group. <laughs> Everybody needs to tighten up and grow up. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, there thus far there are some success stories from that group, so I guess it worked for somebody. <laughs> you know what? That's true. It has worked for a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. But when you ratio that, I mean, six couples out of twelve thousand people. <laughs> you know. I mean, honestly, uh, I know we off topic, but mm-hmm. the last time I was in that group. When I was like actually digging and I was like, whoa, what happened? Mm-hmm. There was a whole relationship that started here and ended, ended here, here in that group. Yeah. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. I was like, what? And so and I, was I, I think it's funny that they never left the group. That says something. <laughs> that you was in a relationship and you was like, oh no, I'm going to stay in this group though. And then you're not in a relationship no more and you still in that group. And had a nasty <laughs> public mm. where details were shared, y'all. Oh, I don't know if I saw all of that. I mean, it was just I might have missed some of it. I just was like, whoa, we're getting the whole thing. Won't y'all get on Facebook Live and just talk about it, okay? But I was like, wow, this is something. People are interesting. Anyway, y'all. Anything else to say about fatness? No. I'm a fat. You're a fat. We're a fat. And that's all that. Yeah! And on that note, make sure you keep up with us. On all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.